I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I've heard a thousand stories of what they think you're like. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Football Ramble. My name's Marcus Speller. Jim Campbell's back. Hello. Luke Moore's here. Hi. And Pete Donaldson. Hello, Marcus. Balls a Ramble. Welcome to the Football Ramble, everybody. It's June and we're still talking about club football. Mm. <laughs> Just about. Luke, you said before the mics went live. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, not that it's live. It's you can't a, it's share that. I told you, it's not from the broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, mate, do get it checked yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, I will. I, the Ramble Lord got very excited there. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, no. Why is it weeping? You <laughs> Um, you, you said club football, no place in June. Well, what I said is, the exact words I think I used were, <laughs> if, if you've got an international shirt on your back, yeah. in June and July you can come at me. Mm. If you haven't, I don't want to know. Don't want to mm. know. Do not want to know. Um, but it's the last day of tournament around, wasn't it? Last <laughs> one of the season, so it is. We're, we're, we're in jaunty spirits. I've brought in Screwball Scramble. Yeah. Anybody want to crack? Lost the ball bearing already. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've lost the top off the mares that oh, I took yeah. off to make it easier. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. All and up it's your called nose. football ramble, Pete, not screwball scramble. <laughs> oh, I'm what? bored of explaining this Jim, to you. Every week without foul, Pete drops in one for the teenagers early on. Eighties <laughs> <laughs> game by Mattel. All right. all right, we all brought in fidget spinners then. Yeah. Are you trying to get a top of the pops two voiceover? <laughs> <laughs> I brought in my Atari ST. <laughs> yeah. Careful with the BBC with the old top of the pop stuff. They can't show that anymore. Is there, <laughs> they that's can't right. show that stuff anymore. Difficult. But Pete will end up like one of them, perhaps. There's, there's a band. There's a band. I forget who they are, but there's a band who can't get any more royalties or anything, or from from, um, from the idea of releasing a DVD of their top of the pop yeah. performances because the presenters are <laughs> needless oh, to God. say yeah. Operation U Tree, and it just yeah. happened coincidentally every single <laughs> episode. They, oh no! Yeah. So what a disaster! I can't remember which band it is though. I think the uh, shamed wrestler Chris Benoit in the WWE Hall of Fame uh, videos. They always just scratch him out. They oh, sort really? of colour him out mm, like okay. he never existed. No, it's okay. Weird. It's right. difficult. Goodness. It's not how to approach it, though, isn't it? No. Yeah. Well, well, it is the end of the club football, the football club, rather, season here uh, in Europe. Uh, we now look forward to some edge of the seat international football and next season. <laughs> uh, what one thing would you change about football for next season, having enjoyed the season so much? Jim Campbell, to begin with. What I would like to see is the space above uh, every single ground in the world to become a no-fly zone. Because <laughs> yeah. I've been embarrassed by planes, you've been embarrassed by planes, yeah. Pete. We shouldn't be being embarrassed by planes that's a nonsensical you, notion you're only allowed to fly a plane over a ground if you've built it yourself 
Yeah, that's fair. Like a kit car. But you've got, like, Wright Brothers experimental yeah, exactly. stage stuff. <laughs> so that's going to make it much worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, but Imagine the sort of person who would build their own plane oh, if yeah. they got over a football ground. I could see one right now. Yeah. <laughs> mind, you, mind you, none of them would ever take off. So no, exactly. That's the thing, be because if they did actually get over the ground, you'd be so impressed that you'd mm. actually be happy to see it. Mm. I, I think we'd see a Sports Direct one. <laughs> yeah, flying over St. James very, very like, soon. Yeah. A flat pack one you buy from Sports Direct. Exactly, yeah. One of those little baskets. With a bloke of carrier bags. A bloke with a big mug out the window <laughs> going, Cheers! <laughs> cup of tea on the go, massive cup of tea, a three bagger. <laughs> three bagger. Yeah. Oh, well, uh, wonderful start, Jim. Yeah, I think mm. there's something we can all get behind. Yeah. Mm. Luke? Um, I think football's absolutely perfect and I wouldn't change anything. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. No, I, 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 what, all right. What, no, come, on, come on. Come on. What I <laughs> thought would be a nice little touch, because it would affect the game in a subtle but fairly quite interesting way, mm. is what about if you could only hire or fire a manager in the transfer window. Mm. Oh, so I like that. Yeah, you get to January. I'd like that. You get to January, mm. okay? Or you get well, you get to August or whatever. But chiefly in January, teams are struggling. Mm. They don't really know what they were expecting mm. from the season. If they've been potentially they were promoted or whatever, they don't know what their ambitions are. But maybe they're sitting seventeenth because mm. when Ranieri was fired, yeah. they were sitting seventeenth, yeah. and it was like, oh, I think it was in February. January, you've got to choose whether to give them the bullet or not. Stick or twist. Or would you? Tell you what, you could get into a point there where sort of maybe every season a club would hire Alan Pardew, sack him in January before the slump, and then get Big Sam in. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. You could win Perfect the league. Combination. But also, but on, also well, I think... <laughs> well, if you think so about before the slump, I think yeah. Palace are a bit piss poor. But no, not, not necessarily Palace, but any team. Because, oh, okay. you, know, you know, Pardew has his slump, doesn't he? And it's yeah, unarrestable. Yeah. So it would, also make, high, it yeah. would also make for it, it would put even more tension, even more importance on the games over Christmas. Yeah. Because... Imagine, imagine it, right? You've mm. got, a, a, say for, for Quirk of the Calendar, you've got a full Premier League fixture list on, on like the 29th of December. Mm. And two, day, two or three days later, the transfer window's opening for managers. What, what, you know, I would, what I would say is that, imagine being a Sunderland fan, you'd have a, you'd have a manager fired at the end of August every single time. <laughs> yeah, you would. This has now. gone too far. <laughs> but do you know what would happen, though, is that players, you know, they like, uh, it's, it's, some have suggested, there's been a little rumour that maybe one or two players may get an extra booking to, to yeah, yeah, enjoy right. Christmas. Yeah. Well, if players think to themselves, as we've seen uh, many times If we down tools, the manager's off. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So Christmas could be an awfully boring period for well, a lot, or, or, or a really bad period for a lot of clubs. The reason I brought this up is because a scarcely believable 14 managerial change just happened in the top flight alone between May 2016 and March 2017. Wow, it's incredible! 14. Wow. Although what I would like to see, I think I think that's a good rule. A couple but, of those were Swansea, but yeah. No, but uh, you <laughs> then get like one day where a window opens just for a day, like maybe end of March or something, just to see, mm. just to see. Like there's like six managers got in one day or something. Or they they change it every year. So you can't really prepare for it. Yeah, it'll be maybe in March and at some to, point. It's up, to Jim, it's up to Jim White to announce it. Yeah, <laughs> well, like like suddenly Chavez. That, uh, yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. Suddenly, it's on. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. a cross between that and supermarket sweet. <laughs> Again, one for the one for the new generation. Yeah. <laughs> Hugo oh, okay. Chavez and supermarket sweet. <laughs> Play, uh, playing scribble scramble. Yeah. Oh, so that's yeah. what I do. I'm a manager of a transfer window, which has been mooted uh, mm. semi seriously mm. by people much more much bigger mm. football brains than mine. Oh dear. Well, Pete. What have you got for us? Well, I actually had the no fly zone as well, oh, no. to be honest. But I, I, I kind of with oh, that. It's like countdown. You've got to show you're writing down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No more banners because we proved that we're not allowed them. We, we, we're stupid unless they have dogs on them, like that uh, hilarious and wonderful. Oh, the um, Alexis Sanchez, Alexis yeah. Sanchez yeah. one. Still annoyed loads of Arsenal fans. Yeah. <laughs> so no banners right throughout the season, but you are allowed one pitch inversion every match. <laughs> Every match. No, one club should have it so, once a season. So, like, it separates the groundsmen from the grounds boys. <laughs> By the end of the season, it'll be a marsh. Every what? match. I, I thought he was going to say you get one a yeah, season. That's, that's the to... real problem here, isn't it? The groundsmen's <laughs> jobs are too yeah. easy. And the fans, and the fans, I'd like to say the Leicester City one, enjoy that. Yeah. Just all us feet all over it. I'll tell you what will be great, speaking of that, it's just, I just thought of something. It, what <laughs> if the groundsmen weren't allowed to touch the pitch from the start of the season? So, <laughs> you've got to do the best job you can throughout June and July. Yeah. Yeah. Choose a season yeah. start. Yeah. The very first whistle of the yeah. first game, groundsman gets his feet up. He yeah. can't do anything. Yeah, that would influence yeah. the start of play. The groundsman shouting, "No sliding!" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and the last, last ditch defenders and, and running the pitch. Gunasaurus has got his t-shirt kind of filled with grass seed yeah. and just firing yeah. it out. <laughs> you got injured players just rolling around, lost in it by yeah. May. Yeah, <laughs> it would be like the old school FA Cup games you used to see. Oh my goodness! Day, yeah. I like the sound of that. Yeah. I've gone for something much more simple. I'd change Big Sam's mind and, and get him to stay in football. 
Because I'm going to miss him. Yeah. You, you said a little while ago, he'll be back. And there was a confidence in your voice that I liked. And I think you're right. I, I don't think we've seen the last I think he might be back in England Has Sam got your ear? All, although, uh, if I could have another another go at the question, I'd, I'd give David Moyes some kind of laughter therapy or something all summer. <laughs> so therapy. he comes back. <laughs> I've never been more sure that a particular type of therapy wouldn't work on an individual. <laughs> well, well, any kind well, of therapy. How does that work? You just tickle him? I don't yeah. know, Jim. <laughs> um, I'm not an expert in it, and I don't think anybody is. But uh, I, I would get him to come back as the most positive man in football. Just after last season. Mm. Good luck with that. That's going to take more than a season to sort out that. <laughs> all summer. Yeah. They're right. the duster at his feet. There are enough better blockers in there, gosh. Darn world <laughs> to turn that man's frown around. Feather duster at the feet. That'll sort him out. <laughs> Go on, David. You are so, you are so Ken Dodd. Unbelievable. David, you've got to take your shoes off or this won't work. <laughs> well, I'm glad you said Ken Dodd if you were going for old entertainers of that yeah. uh, generation after yeah. the, the previous conversation. Mm. Um, <laughs> I feel I've got away lightly there. Um, Luke's got the points. Thanks. But, well then, <laughs> I'm alright. Yeah. Thanks. It's the last ones of the season. I'll take them throughout the summer. You won the points on the show that we're going to talk about record breaking Real Madrid and Ronaldo. There we go. Mm. You see? Can't it means, it that, does can mean I? something. Um, it, it was the Champions League final in Cardiff. Real Madrid won 4 1. We, we witnessed the first side to retain the Champions League trophy. We, we, we needed to wait for this. Yeah. Uh, mm. And I don't mm. mean the retaining, I meant the game because it was, of course, delayed by the Black Eyed Peas by three minutes. I feel fans of football everywhere will agree it was worth it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they used to be. A girl at school whose favourite outfit, favourite artiste, favourite band were Jamiroquai. Yeah. And I was watching the Black, Black Eyed Peas, and you reckon, I thought, do you reckon anyone's favourite band is the Black Eyed Peas? So, uh, imagine sorry, that. Imagine the illness. Pete, have you got any <laughs> modern references? What do you mean? Have you got anything the modern? The Black Eyed Peas. Modern? Yeah, you work for one of the biggest radio stations in the country. Jamiroquai aren't any... that old, are they? Come on! Come on. No, but it's not that bad. I'm just saying... Sort of screwball scramble. Yeah, I'm just saying that it's just a weird band to be really yeah, into. Like, and I did think, like... I know what you mean. Black Eyed Peas mm. can't really be anyone's favourite band. <laughs> no, I mean, people think like, they're all right. Peter, are they like the Alfie the same pet of music? <laughs> yeah, they are, yeah. <laughs> they they, they actually seem to get a decent reception, though, which yeah. is a stranger thing. Mm. I don't know. I, d- I quite liked um, uh, Jonathan Wills in one of these articles. He was going crazy on Twitter. Yeah, he... Right, right through. He was going, well, this isn't going to start on time. It didn't start on time. He was right. He was right. He was thinking... I've never seen him sound a bit about something. And he once shared a train journey with me. Three hours. <laughs> he was animated after it, I'll tell you. Um, down the police station. Um, he, in one of his articles, I love this, he said, quite why being the most important football match of the year isn't enough. Why it needs these uh, adornments is bewildering. After all, agree. this is a wonderful point. After all, concerts don't start with a quick game of five-a-side on the stage. <laughs> The reason he's annoyed is because in 15 years' time, when he's continuing to write like the history of football, he knows you're going to have to give him a mensch. Yeah. <laughs> it was a lot simpler back in the 70s. <laughs> I got a feeling, Jonathan. I got a feeling. Oh, oh, Real bro- broke a record with an assist from the Black Eyed Peas. Yeah, yeah, right. Blimey. Where is the love, Jonathan? Oh, I, I agree. It's, what, com- it's completely unnecessary. It, it's really. completely. But yeah. what a win for Real Madrid. And Will, what an emphatic win. Will I Am was on the pitch afterwards as well, wasn't yeah. he? Was he with Big Ronnie? Breaking bread with Ronaldo, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Ronaldo will be a judge on The Voice now. Yeah. Oh, dearie me. I mean, Real Madrid, three Champions League trophies in four seasons is quite magnificent. Yeah, and I didn't watch the game. I thought that was just it. Well, concept, did you really? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, they just, and they just gave the trophy out yeah. to whoever yeah. Will I Am likes the most. Yeah. <laughs> Modern football for you, Luke Moore. Yeah. Um, Juventus lost, uh, the, 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 for the seventh time, Europe's uh, biggest prize. I think it was seven finals they've lost now. Poor old Gigi Buffon. Mm. Um, Their record in the finals is as good as Renato. As bad as Real Madrid is good, basically. Yeah. I, I, by the way, I say pe- poor old Gigi Buffon. He's, he's a World Cup winner. He's won Serie yeah. A titles. You know? I know, but you can it see a bit it, it meant a lot to him, didn't it? Yeah, it, it did. Obviously, it was, meant a lot it, to him. And I, a lot of the narrative building up to the game was because yeah. I can't remember what he said it, but someone said that if if Real Madrid win it, then Ronaldo will win the Ballon d'Or. But mm. if Juventus win, it, then Buffon might win the Ballon d'Or. Yeah, and right, that's, yeah. that's a much bigger deal for a goalkeeper than it is for for, for a player like Ronaldo who's already, already won mm. a few of them anyway. Yeah, he's thirty nine. Mm. He said he's got one more year on his contract, so he's one more chance at Champions League glory. Absolutely. You really got a feel for him, though, with the, the first two goals being deflections, which, you know, obviously very, very difficult. Mm-hmm. The second one in particular, I don't think yeah, I don't, I don't think it would have no got chance the, for. I don't think the first one did. Yeah, I think the first one was in. The second one was... The, the problem with the second goal is, one you don't you don't necessarily want to see one of those types of goals in, in the Champions League no. final, not mm. because it was deflected, but because if a, if a player like Casemiro, who's a great player, oh, but yeah. not a great player in this department particularly, mm. I mean, you're talking about a player, I think, who's got six goals this season, which mm. is his best goal return in his career. Um, He's not there for goal scoring. No, if he smashes the ball from 35 yards out, I mean, the defenders can consider themselves doing a decent job. If they're having a shoot from that far right. out, it's fine. Mm. But then, of course, took a deflection. Buffon probably would have thought himself he could have done, done a bit better by his own high standards. Mm. Um, but there's not much you can do there from a, from a point of view of defending against that 
type of goal, I don't think. I'd, yeah. I'd be very, I'd be more disappointed with the fact that um, Modric made the point that uh, Zidane at half time uh, basically said whip uh, crosses in. Uh, quick and low and short passing and that seemed to work yeah, like, a couple yeah, of times yeah. you sort of think well that's more disappointing because even even when Juventus had a decent amount of the play in the first mm. half they, they dominated well, they dominated position, but they had a lot of possession they didn't really have an awful lot going on mm. I mean I can't, I can't really think of a decent amount of chances they had in the whole game really yeah, no. um, so from that point of view I think Zidane also said to them at half time didn't he look just go out there and be more aggressive they're there yeah. for the take and you can beat them um, and, and, that, and that's what transpired I thought, I thought they, they played Juventus magnificently in the second half of course they did that's not my opinion that's fact um, yeah. but, but the way they set up that's how to play against a side who, who start with the back three and ha- have wide men I mean yeah. I, it was, it was an, it, quite enthralling with the, the, the sort of the Brazilian wing backs going on you and Marcelo was yeah. there and Danny Alves and Sandro they, they looked like they moved to they looked like they played a back fourth part of it. Well, yeah, I think Alves was because they were they were putting they had Barzagli on uh, Marcelo yeah. a lot of the time. And Marcelo did. was excellent again, by the way. I mean, but you have to have special treatment for him. You know, what was the one thing when we went to the Madrid derby um, a few months ago? The, the, the one thing we all came away um, our suspicions were confirmed. Funnily enough, and I'm sure a lot of people agree that Mar- Marcelo is such a dynamic player. I mean, he really is a magnificent player. In a set, like maybe even a touch underrated. It's but quite an odd I, thing to I, say because people talk about the Danny Alves, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I, I think the few, last few seasons or so, like he's clearly in the in the bracket of best fullbacks in the world. But before, he's been seen as a bit of a liability, mm. a bit of a loose cannon, and someone who's maybe not the most tactically aware. But all of that, perhaps it was a fallacy before, but it's clearly, clearly not true now. I, I think one of the things I noticed against in the Champions League final again, and I sort of saw it a bit when we watched him play, is that. He can keep that intensity up for the whole game. I mean, he, he just he just grew into the game. Mm. I mean, he, he, he started off well, but he, he finished the game better than he started it. Um, and for me, to be able to keep up that intensity in that position for so long at such a high level, he's got to be considered one of the best fullbacks. But their, co- their, sure. their efforts were concentrated on him. And that's understandable. And that's what they nipped him. It the leaves first Danny Carvajal free, yeah, who, yeah. who set he up played the first. Well as well. Absolutely mm. right. And and when you play with two forwards like Benzema and and Cristiano Ronaldo, and people say Cristiano Ronaldo he's, he's like a number nine now, he's more than that, of course. And yeah. I know why people might say that. But when you have got forwards like that, especially Benzema working the flanks, you know they provide a natural bit of width. Isco's kind of floating about in there. The, the fullbacks push up. They've got so much sort of width, and, and actually they they killed Juventus down the flanks sometimes in the second half. You know, mm. which is surprising because mm. again we talked about that balance of the. Juve side but it was strange because the first half very open yeah, in, yeah. In, with some regards I know there wasn't many crack start to the match it was a yeah. magnificent start it was a real pulsating first mm. half I couldn't believe how open it was in the centre of the field yeah it felt like such an occasion didn't it and mm. then, like the, the game so the, the game made it feel like that more than the occasion or the black eyed peas well, don't, don't ever <laughs> underestimate the black eyed peas they gilded um, the lily Jim. Yeah. 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 I'll tell you what did gild the lily go on Sergio Ramos Resort into the dark arts. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. one thing, it wasn't very artful. It's one thing that's resorted. That's his uh, modus yeah. operandi. He was probably thinking, "There's one thing this game hasn't had yet." I know, yeah. I know it's in the bag. <laughs> I've, I've got my special move. Yeah, I know it's in the bag, but I've, I'm not done yet. Thought, do I fancy a goal, or do I fancy getting someone sent off? Everyone, uh, everyone talking, everyone talking before the game. But I'll Ramos, Ramos get one of his red cards. He was like, "There will be a red card." I, <laughs> I, would, can't, I can't oh, believe you got I away with that. I would yeah. say there'll be no red card, but it won't be one of mine. <laughs> Do you reckon he had him sort of, you know, in mind before the game? He was like, yeah, wait till you come, Quadrado. I, I, I don't know why I've picked you. But <laughs> I was a little bit disappointed when I first saw because the first camera angle, it didn't show the feet. It no. just showed the yeah. brush of the shoulders. And I thought, that is outrageous. Yeah, by yeah, your yeah, standards, yeah, yeah. Sergio. Yeah. But then obviously it showed it again. He turned his toe. But the, the assistant referee, I mean, Howard Webb was fuming. He was, oh, he mm. was fuming. But the assistant referee should have, should have stepped in and gone, come on. Yeah, but but there, was a, there was a little bit of a, a stand on the foot. And... Come on now. Uh, no, look, come on. I thought Kadrara was going to chin Ramos. I was like, yeah. I was chin him. You wouldn't go, you wouldn't go with him. him. I, I thought to myself, <laughs> why, why wouldn't you have a little <laughs> a little sock to the, to the puss? I'd have said to Quadrado, um, you know that um, suspensions don't carry on over to the next season anyway, so you got a free hit there. Yeah, right. <laughs> Which obviously isn't true, but it would have been fun. That's what I mean. <laughs> like, I, I just thought to myself, if, you, if you're Quadrado, why not just go, oh, going, sod it. Going back to the number nine thing, about the point you made about Ronaldo, yeah. and I know I agree with you that he's clearly a lot more than that, but the second goal he scored oh. was Textbook yeah, number nine was. play. It was absolutely amazing. Delightful. A quick off the mark, yep. near post run, and a, yep. a delicate finish. That is number I'll nine textbook. Gary Lineker presented for BT Sport yeah. would have been all over. He that. would have been. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's amazing, isn't it? Even at the beginning of this this season, a lot of people, including ourselves, were saying Ronaldo would probably move on at the end of this season. Mm. And we look at everything he's achieved this year. But the, 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 it's, it's remarkable what he's done, and uh, and Zidane's played his part in that, and and his influence can't be underestimated because Ronaldo. 
a year ago, maybe, maybe even two years ago, people were saying, oh, he's slowing up. The great yeah. man is kind of showing signs of ageing. We didn't think this would happen. He'd just sort of carry on until he was... A bionic man, goodness, yeah. yeah. Just replace everybody part uh, of the uh, Right, exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, and and uh, But he was sl- slowing down. And Zidane, uh, and this is why someone like Zidane comes into his own. People say, oh, is he tactically that good, blah, 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 blah. Zidane's not going to drag Cristiano Ronaldo to one side and go, right, here's a tactics board, mate, right, here we go. Mm. It's Cristiano Ronaldo for crying out loud. What? He, but what Zidane can do is say, look, I'm sending Zidane, my picture's on the wall here, you might have yeah. noticed it a few but times. But Ronaldo probably said, no, I recognise you. Really. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've got the football as well. You'd hope so, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah. You'd hope so. Have you got a statue in Madeira? <laughs> well, I might do in a minute. But um, Zidane would say, right, you're 32 now, I think he is, I'm going to sub you off or I'm going to not play you in, in, in certain games. Trust me on this. You will go longer. Here's the, uh, and and move what his language position. does he use? But that's, what, that's what he has done, though. Really? <laughs> no, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what I'm saying. That's what Zidane does. That's I'll what be he thinking, would bring. Why are you telling me my own name? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know how old I am. <laughs> but he's he, he's clearly um, uh, brought this to Ronaldo, and because he's Zidane, he's and, brought into it. No, I agree. And, yeah. and he's obviously mm. a decent man manager. Zidane's gone for uh, Ronaldo's gone for it. You compare Ronaldo. Yes, he probably had a bit of an injury, but he was shot to bits the last time round in the, in the final. He was he was absolutely knackered by yeah, the end of the season. 100%, now yeah. look at this one. He mm. looks as though he could play for another few months. Does, and, and, and I also think that um, <clears throat> with Zidane, a lot of people, lot, lots been made of the fact that Zidane doesn't actually speak much. So when he does speak, mm. the, the players knowing his reputation and what he's achieved in the game already. Um, they they gen- they genuinely do listen to him, mm. and I think if he if he goes into that, I, I, mean, I don't know, but if he goes into that dressing room at half time and just says maybe one or two things, be more yeah. aggressive, be mm. more confident, mm. play shorter passes, and you'll be fine. It's going to have a lot more weight yeah. than the old ratting and raving. All but that sort of well, I reckon all of his training is just like practice matches where he just puts himself <laughs> in, and he's like, well, you know, just doing drag backs yeah. all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Do this. I'll give you a demonstration. Yeah, then do this. But that's what Glenn, apparently that's what Glenn Hoddle used to literally yeah, be. Like. Know, Glenn Hoddle once <laughs> said to David Beckham, "You're not good enough to do that skill or something." He went, yeah. "No, I want you to do it like this," and showed him. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> On the other end of the scale is Graham Soonis. Mm. Yeah, so. well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you don't <laughs> try. You know about it. Want. But Zidane clearly at half time. He obviously said a few things. But you're right. If Zidane says, "Just be more," it's it's it's, it's a strange one. It's almost like, "Oi." You're better than this lot. Mm. You can, but you're the best side in Europe for crying out loud. Go and prove it. And some players think, "Oh yeah, you're, you're well, absolutely it is, right." It is some measure of how how well balanced and how good. I mean, I know, lots been made of the amount of goals Real Madrid has scored this season. But to put it in perspective, I mean, they they, they can see Juventus can see more goals against Real Madrid in one game than they can see in the Champions League in its entirety for the rest of the season. Yeah, that's it. I mean, it's amazing. The balance of their side is incredible. They've got no weak spots at all. Um, that midfield combination where they have Casemiro, who's a brilliant job aside from mm. his goal anyway, he arguably man of the match. Modric, who just never does anything. I mean, Cruz and Modric yeah. to being freed up God, by Casemiro. Yeah. Modric never does anything wrong. No, he's never so, does anything right. He's a magnificent and, player. And what Isco seemed to be doing was just dropping all over the place, just linking up here and there. That's why Isco, option. that's one of the reasons why a, a lot of people in Spain are saying, you know, Isco's a, a more complete player or a more rounded player than, say, someone like Gareth Bale. Now, make what you will of that, but that's the, been the chat in Spain. And Gareth Bale's obviously explosive, very direct, and, 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 and is a wonderful player. Yes, injury kept him out the side, but with Isco just buzzing around yeah. there, doing his thing, that midfield, you know, I think they preferred the extra man in midfield Real Madrid. It gives them a little bit more of something mm. and it certainly did in the second half it really showed there's so much dynamism like, all, all through that team and one of the frustrating things about Madrid in the past has been that they've you know the sort of Galactico culture but I think they're actually helped by the fact that Ronaldo is of course the main man like we, you know it's yeah. really noticeable that when the teams are read out he's last always mm. he's the, the headline star he's got top billing even over Zidane who was the you know the jewel in the crown of the Galacticos before and um, I just think that that makes them it, it, it just helps them doesn't it it draws some of the ridiculousness away and a great example of this was after Manzo Zukic's goal, right, which which was beautiful. Goal yeah. of the game, one of the goals of the season because I don't, I don't think oh, the man. ball touched the touched the ground. It was a glorious goal. I'm glad we got a goal like that in the final. Whatever happens from here on in, I think yeah. it, it's a beautiful in, final in, for that. In yeah. the big final, sorry, Joe, I, I, will, I will I will go back to you, but but I, I just wanted to say quickly that in one of those a game like the final it was a great game and I agree with what you guys said in the first half and all that stuff but what you're looking for in a big final is something that gets you out of your seat mm. yeah, and that goal got mm. you got me right out of my mm. seat I, and, and, for, and for once the title Champions League for, for something like that yeah. you sort of got that lived up and, to its and title absolutely and, and it's a type of football game that people who don't necessarily watch football are going to watch mm. and if you get a goal like that they go I get that I yeah, get why yeah. that football was, is yeah, brilliant like that. and, and that's what we got sorry uh, yeah. Jim carry on so what I was going to say was that the next two chances Ronaldo had after that were an overhead kick yep. and a diving head 
header that I don't really don't think needed to be a diving <laughs> header. I'm very, really fluffed. <laughs> Absolutely, but yeah. like, I just love that, and I, I genuinely think that Ronaldo is so pumped. It's like he's always personally offended by the idea. The basal kick was beautifully executed. There's just probably any power around. The thing is, the thing is, you're right about Mario. Why have you done that? <laughs> That's sort of my thing, mate. If, yeah. you want, if you want to score, just score. I mean, Ronaldo <laughs> scored his 600th goal of his career, club and country combined, which isn't too shabby. And he was in a chipper mood after the match, but saying some unnecessary things. He said, the, the people who always criticise Cristiano are going to have to put their guitar back in its case. I like that. I don't Do think it's unnecessary at all. I think that's brilliant. Do you? I think, Fantastic. Speaking of the third person, beautiful. Yeah, mm. I, I, I think there's a certain element, and I, and I know it's nice and refreshing <laughs> when you, you experience a player and who's brilliant, but he's also really humble. Yeah. But in order to appreciate that stuff, you do need to have these types of characters yeah. as well. It's like the reason, it's exactly the same principle, the reason why the fact that Roy Keane and Sir Ferguson don't like each other is absolutely perfect. Mm. I would hate for them to mm. be mates, <laughs> and I would hate for Cristiano Ronaldo to be humble. But, it, but it's just like he achieves so much in the game that he goes, like, you just sort of go, yeah, but he still oh, he's done really well. Yeah, I know, he can't help himself. Oh, yeah. it's, like, it's, like, it's like walking past a transplant one and seeing a bloke having a tab you sort of go oh that's a shame <laughs> that is a shame <laughs> Oi. didn't need to do that go put away the guitar yeah, yeah. <laughs> but God, um, you waited so long to do that yeah. Marcus <laughs> oi 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 hand up he was oi oi <laughs> Dan <laughs> fuming now fuming go on uh, do you want me to fill <laughs> <laughs> Might have to now. I'd like to go back to the Mandzukic goal for a moment. Because Gladly. Bayer Leverkusen tweeted their delight at that goal, saying something something along the lines of, have that Zidane for the goal of the 2002 World <laughs> uh, Champions oh. League Finals. Get, they're taking ownership of another team's player <laughs> scoring yeah, a goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I quite, I quite enjoyed that. Um, was it just after the goal or was it after the match? No, I think it was. I think it was during the match. Have they been ready with that ever since? Yeah, the, since Twitter's been invented, <laughs> we'll get him. Um, Gonzalo Higuain had a quiet game, didn't he? he? Did, didn't he's he? not one for a final. No, he's, he's, he's <laughs> no. He he's misses not. chances in finals quite a lot. He didn't even <laughs> get any chances this time round, did he? Mm. Mm. I mean, that's what seventy-five million euros gets you these days. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of people having digs, um, Rajanangalan, he was having a dig at the Juventus fans on Instagram. Oh, well, he's at, probably having a smoke at the same time. Gracious uh, in their defeat. Um, he's had clashes with the Juventus fans previously, uh, apparently, and he started his little video by saying, "After the match, what a lovely evening." <laughs> <laughs> Richard Keyes oh, Life, oh, my so friends like Sol Campbell <laughs> yeah. Oh, so that's, that's a highlight of the season Sol Campbell getting progressively video so up I've only seen oh. two of his videos mm. Both are unsettling yeah. uh, None of which make any sort of point at all One of them is mm. sitting oh. there in silence for a long time Creepy, just yeah. so creepy My favourite one is the one where he's saying I'm the most normal guy you'll ever meet Yeah, right <laughs> <laughs> seen that normal, Sol oh, When well, Anglan, he had a dig at uh, Juventus um, the, the, uh, sorry, I think some of the fans were talking up Juventus' chances before the game. Well, that's understandably so. And uh, and he was having a dig at those people saying you shouldn't talk before the finals played. And then I had a comment about the fans spending a lot of money to be there and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, mate. <laughs> I, I love it. it. Help him out if you I want. Love it if he went, someone like me, I mean, I'm independently yeah. wealthy. I'll go <laughs> His social media game is exactly the same as his game. Just very aggressive. <laughs> yeah, I, don't yeah. know. I don't know. To, to sum up the final, I thought a lot of people saying that Madrid, this Madrid's, I don't have a philosophy or um what's well, winning a particular yeah, style or do you know what I mean their philosophy I think is scoring every game yeah. mm. and winning the league and the European Cup <laughs> absolutely loads I mean it's worth noting that we've for the whole time we've been doing this show uh, we've been laughing at Real Madrid for their unrealistic expectations but they're, they're actually fulfilling them yeah. mm. like they're setting the bar to, to a surely <laughs> unachievable goal but doing it but Jim there was talk earlier this season mm. that we talked about on this show where it looked like Real Madrid um, weren't going to win the league Mm. and we didn't know what would happen in the Champions League, obviously, because it was only done. And people were saying, if Zidane doesn't do this and this, he's going to lose his job. Yeah. And he, he's only been there 18 months, he and should, he's won back-to-back -back Champions League. He should, walk, he should walk while he can. Yeah. Um, I still think they should have given Rafa more of a chance. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, uh, well, yeah, the thing is that this Madrid are exactly what they want to be. They're the best side in the world because they've assembled a great squad by taking some of the best and most expensive players in the world and then playing better than everyone else. Yeah. Mm. And so... It's, this is an ultimate triumph for Real Madrid. Yeah. Don't, the, the philosophy you know, that comes up, they want to be the grandest side in the world. They want to show their wealth, That's their like dominance, their opulence. Itself, exactly. And also, they, they pressed Juventus so hard in the mm. second mm. half to start with. They, they didn't give any space, they rattled them, then they settled into it and just, just utterly mm. steamrolled them. I mean, yeah. just because it, you, know, you, you wouldn't give it a label like tiki-taka or total yeah. football or whatever, doesn't mean it isn't an impressive for, style. Philosophies are for Brendan Rodgers. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, some people will find that 
that Real Madrid sort of triumph quite distasteful of the way they've done it. Yeah. They certainly won't. I, I, they're, I, I, they're, I, the, they're the worst back-to-back Champions League winners ever. <laughs> I, I, would, I would have a bit more track with that if all the other teams were paupers. Yeah. When they're not. Exactly. Juventus weren't, I mean, they haven't been good guys. The Man, you know, recent history would say. Man United's uh, squad is more expensively assembled than theirs, and they're in the mm. Europa League. So They won it, though, didn't they? <laughs> they did. You can't, right. you can't argue with that. And they'll, be, and they'll be taking on the best next they season. They will. In the group stage. And we look forward to it. Time for a quick... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Ad break. I'm so fancy, but you already know. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the football ramble. I'm so fancy, but you already know. Sensational. Sensational. Welcome back to the Football Ramble, everybody. We did have a preview show last week, and there was a bet of the week last week. Luke, how did our man get on? Liam Robertson, the man who mirrored um, his, his, his uh, proceedings in the first ever bet of the week from a listener, is, he won again. No, he actually landed it again. again. Holy oh, moly. He landed it again. A draw and Real Madrid in the half-time, full-time market came in uh, mm. and raised another £300 for Prostate Cancer Spot UK. Uh, so he'll be in the hot seat all summer. Uh, in total, the listeners raised uh, £2,190.47 for that wonderful charity, Prostate Cancer UK. So well done all. And Liam, you will be back at the first preview show of next season, which seems a long way off at the moment, uh, to give us your next bet of the week. So well <laughs> done to you. And well done to everyone who got involved all season. He's earned yeah. himself a good summer break. There. He has. My goodness. He's spending all his time thinking about it, I expect. Be up all, as soon as the fixtures come out, it's probably yeah, a wreck. It's probably a curse. Actually, don't the fixtures come out in about two weeks? 14th <laughs> yeah. of June they come out, so that's something we can all look forward to. Mm. Yeah. Uh, something that we're going to look forward to, and in fact, we don't have to look forward to it anymore. It's happening now. It's emails with Pietro Donaldini. Oh, I appreciate <laughs> the Italian lilt to my name. Sounds like Donadoni. Hello? Yes. Pete is nowhere near in the class of that man. Right, all right. Are you not? Yeah. Do you want to read the emails? You're wearing plus fours today. <laughs> He's claiming. What's a plus four? What is a plus four? It's, like a tra- a long... it's like a golf trouser that goes just below the knee, and ah. normally paired with a pair of long socks. <laughs> I am wearing socks with sandals, effectively. He's claiming he's in the same class as Roberto. <laughs> Don't have done it. Don't have done it. I'm taking umbrage with this. To the point where he's offended. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, uh, hello to uh, a man by the name of Russell. Uh, hi, fellas, just thought I'd tell you about something that happened during the Vancouver Whitecaps versus Atlanta United MLS game this weekend. The Whitecaps winning 3-1 with about 15 minutes to go when their striker, Freddie Montero, was clearly fouled in the box. The referee immediately pointed to the penalty spot, but unfortunately, the Whitecaps were defending a corner at the time, and the ref had simply forgotten which way they were kicking. Which oh, I quite like. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen that on that football ground. Brilliant. Wonderful. That's, That's the sort of quality you can expect. Were you watching yeah. that instead of the Champions League <laughs> final? <laughs> yeah. football, mate. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't discount it. It might happen. Uh, Oliver says, uh, one highlight of the season for me was taking my seven-year-old boy to his first away game. He's a season ticket holder in the cheap seats at Bolton Wanderers for two years, so he's already had plenty of field research for fruity vocabulary. But a packed away end at Oldham's Boundary Park proved a crash course in sea words. Oh, two yeah. larger lads stood behind us, kindly bit their lips throughout a frustrating first half, so as to spare him the worst. Uh, but after half-time and no change in the tepid tempo, uh, they <laughs> let rip with the Fs and the Cs while thoughtfully covering my son's ears. It's not worth with, uh, with their beef. Beefy butcher paws, he says. <laughs> <laughs> He's watching other men manhandle his son. Not that you should man- manhandle your own son, I don't know. But... It's only, it's only going to muffle it at best. Yeah. Yeah. After that, my boy just counted the fox, saying, there's one, Dad. <laughs> there's one, Dad. There's another. That's ten now. <laughs> Which I really wow. like. Wow. Up the trotters. Thanks for all the podcasts, Oliver. Uh, hello to NG, who apparently, uh, his best friend is a budding actor, uh, who's currently, um, well, he's landed a part in a film coming out in 2018 about this Nazi fella who became a goal and played at an FA Cup final with a broken neck. 
Mm, Bert Bert presumably in a roundabout way describing Bert, Bert Troutman. Troutman yeah. So apparently there's going to be a film about Bert Troutman. I'm not sure he was a Nazi, he was just yeah. a soldier, wasn't he? Yeah, he was just, just a... Yeah, 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 okay, right. I, I thought that <laughs> Troutman could be one for Jim's film review next season once he's watched the Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Although a film about crawling through a tunnel of shit to get back to the same place you've always been before might be tired viewing for an Arsenal fan. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I've had some winners this Thank season. Thank you, NG. Um, talking of films, Ian Wright wanted to be a stormtrooper yeah. in Star Wars uh, Episode Seven. Yeah. Because he knew someone who was um, one of the ADs or something on he's, the... Uh, he's five foot nine. That's a dig for me and you, isn't it, Marcus? That's yeah, annoying. He's, he's Taller than me, and he, yeah. uh, he was, uh, in the words of Princess Leia, too short to be a stormtrooper. Yeah. Oh. Is that true? That actually happened. Yeah. 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 He said it, he volunteered. I knew Darth Vader was a wrong post. Stretched him and just post. get a bloke who's tall enough. Mm. Just give him big, big <laughs> built up heels. Yeah. Um, yeah. Jimmy Allen wants us to know about Virginia's finest tourist attraction, Form Henge. Oh, right. A full-scale replica of the classic wonder of the world made entirely of form. Yeah. Uh, Tom in Bournemouth reckons he's one of the few ramblers ever to have licked Stonehenge, or indeed any famous landmark. Yeah, I'm almost glad the season's over so that we don't have to, you know, field yeah. any more of that, to be honest. still emails yeah. about it, I know, we? yeah. Uh, and finally for now, Abdul's found a golden jewellery shop in Houston, Texas that's got a massive photo of El Diego over the front because apparently he's a partner. Some of the photographs are fantastic. I'll get it on Twitter tomorrow. Yeah. They're going to be incredible. Well, it's just a random association. Just a random association with, uh, with Diego Maradona. Where's uh, in Houston, Texas. Oh, wow, okay. I'm passing through there. Maybe I'll pop in. Do it. And buy some bling. Yeah, do it. Well yeah. done, PT. So, yeah. Help, uh, the man, help the man with this tax bill. <laughs> 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 Wonderful. Whatever, that's the last emails of the season. Wow. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's emails. It's the end of the season now. You've been doing emails. I mean, how do you think it's gone? Hmm. Uh, I think I could have done better. I agree I think with the you. listeners could have done better. Luke and Jim, if you'd like to rate Pete's performance, did yeah. relegated Champions well, League? My, 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 <laughs> my major problem is Pete's filtration system. Yeah. Right. He needs to be a lot better on the filtering of the emails. Okay. I, I reckon we probably get some good ones. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but I, I mean... <laughs> I, I almost oh, guarantee dear. we do, Luke. But at this point, I mean, you're slitting the listeners. Pete, at this point, the listeners here, aren't you? At this point, that remains a rumour. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only joking. I love this. I love hearing from the listeners. Of course you do. Yeah, but I think Pete's been very good. I've, I've enjoyed no, it. Have you? I don't, yeah. You don't have to rate me. I, I yeah. feel like you've won the championship of emails yeah. <laughs> with this last I, performance. I, I, Big I, league I was, next season. I was going to say League One playoff semi final. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's room, what, do you, room. what do you think? I think uh, fourth. <laughs> fourth. I love it. Um, Champions League. In the Scottish Premier League. Oh. <laughs> uh, I thought you meant in the Ramble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I do. Um, Eden Hazard. Let's mm, talk about mm. some, some, some wicked whispers. Yeah. I'd love this. He said he'd have a listen if Real Madrid wanted to speak to him. Well, you that, know what I learned today when reading about this? That he doesn't have an agent. All right. Isn't that fascinating? That is so you'd have to listen, presumably. Yeah, exactly. It's, just, well, well, it's, his, it's his mobile number yeah. that everyone's got. It's come back to Hornsey because he broke his ankle today. He did, yeah. yeah in training he's, for he's, with Belgium, yeah. So mm. he's, he's, I mean, the, the, the most news, recent newspaper report I read said he's probably going to miss the start of the season. Yeah. So it's, it's unlikely he's going to move because he's not going to get a pre-season or anything. Yeah, so very keep much your phone so. on, though. Yeah. Mm. It's mm. unlikely that Antoine Griezmann's going to move because he said it would be a dirty move if he left uh, Letty now after their transfer yeah. ban was upheld. Peter, um, are you, you going to use dirty the word dirty moves? move? Yeah, yeah. Uh, man, uh, the author of many a dirty move himself. <laughs> what, what's your take on this? As long as you're creative, no one minds. Okay. Yeah. I, I think with the Aiden Hazard thing, I think that <laughs> what happened was there. Antonio Conte heard what Hazard said and mm. just went round and broke his ankle. Yeah. <laughs> right. um, just hobbled him. Just hobbled oh, him like in that film Misery. Why have you got that crowbar? Are you going to fix it now? Or maybe, yeah. he, maybe he said to Michi Bachelet, like, yeah, you can start a lot more if you just do me this one favour on international Well, And then it's like uh, the film Misery when uh, Aiden Hazard's driving through the mountains and crashes his car and all of a sudden Conte and Bashway come out and just hobble him and keep him mm. in the bed. Yeah. Could, have happened. Could have happened. Could have happened. It, it might not have happened though. Mm. Um, it's a, bit, a lot of chat about Alvaro Morata, the, the Real Madrid forward. Um, according to Guillaume Balaguer, Jose Mourinho fancies him uh, for 20 million plus David De Gea. Huh. Yeah, it's a strange one, that isn't it? Yeah, I mean, take what you I feel, make I, what well, you will of that. I mean, I would, I would be. I mean, obviously the De Gea thing, I, he's got history and stuff, but I would be surprised if he wants De Gea to to go. I mean, God. But the thing with Morata is, I mean, for for a striker, who essentially isn't a first choice striker. Admittedly, at one of the biggest clubs in the world, mm-hmm. his goal scoring record is very good. Yeah, he I mean, got twenty this season. Yeah, if he play, if he plays regularly, I can imagine him being a really successful yeah. goal scorer for a team like that. Also, he's actually the second top scorer behind Ronaldo for Madrid. And when you look at the players they got in that team, that that is really impressive. That I, surprises I just, me to hear that. 
wonder if De Gea's head has been turned and Mourinho is, you know, old enough and wise enough to recognise that and know that it might actually be better to try and get rid. Well, M- Mourinho played Romero in enough games. Didn't he did, he? yeah. Um, but let's move on to to Arsenal because apparently Big Veng has been given a war chest of over a hundred million pounds. Some people saying around, around about hundred million pound. Some people saying one hundred sixty five million. Mm. And, and what has Wenger himself said about that, Marcus? He let's, said, let's "Bring me back down to earth." <laughs> He said the fans can expect no more than three signings, and that we can't spend as much as other clubs. <laughs> yeah, um, I think one of them. Um, Could he just be replaced by like an yeah. Arsenal soundboard in the off-season? Maybe the new boss, same as the old boss. Yeah. <laughs> yes, a soundboard and a mask in a sleeping bag. Yeah, <laughs> no one's noticed. So the one of those I mean, penny for the guy type things. Mm. Sit him in a chair. Whenever a journalist asks any sort of yep. question, hit hit one of the buttons at random, and he yep. says, "Oh no, uh, I didn't see it." Um, all of a sudden, one of the buttons means he tries to do his coat up and he can't. Mm, yeah. The other one says he don't want to spend any money because there's no mm-hmm. whatever, no value in the market. Uh, one throws a water bottle. We'll use that yeah. sparingly. <laughs> <laughs> Cleverly written to just you know fit all answers. But um, yeah, yeah. apparently, um, Said Kalasnic uh, looks like he will be unveiled as an Arsenal player very From soon, Schalke. which I think it, I think is on a free transfer. So I think that'd be a good two transfers to go. Hey, you've still got all that money left. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. 65 million or whatever is is a war chest anymore. Especially for a club the size of Arsenal. You're you're looking at 70 million players every time. Three players, though. Is it a a combat canister? (laughs) (laughs) Battle box. Battle box. Battle box. But the full quote, actually, Jim, just to bring you back down to earth even more, is he said, um, the fans fans can expect no more than three signings, um, and we're selling eight players. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he does need to strengthen up front, as as I'm sure a lot of you are aware, because uh, Yaya Sanogo is leaving the club after four years. That's a shame. After yeah. four years, yeah. yeah. He finally f- found his way out. Well, he yeah. said, I'm free. The adventure ends. I thought, well... <laughs> it's not really... Uh, um, an adventure of sitting on the couch. I, I, I see what you mean. To be fair, there was some... some, some some quite sad quotes from him. He was saying he's hampered by injuries and, yeah. and so on and so forth. But he's going, uh, and that one goal that he contributed, um, I'm sure, will be remembered by many people. I mean, I literally can't remember it. <laughs> it was <laughs> nothing against Dortmund in the Champions League. Was it? Why? I say that I read it earlier. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I didn't remember it. I, I uh, researched it. Um, but yeah, I, there's talk of Riyad Mahrez, um, Alex Lacazette, Arda Turan. None of these players will go there, of course. <laughs> no, um, but if you well, choose, they, well, they looked at Mahrez before Leicester. I, gone, I think Mahrez, Mahrez might actually. End up replacing the Sanchez. I wouldn't be surprised at that because if you look well, at the season he had last season, I think he'd have a little bit less interest. So yeah. I think the, the Lacazette thing, the Lacazette one's come about because now Atletico Madrid can't sign players. He was yeah. apparently being lined up to replace Griezmann, mm. and now Griezmann's not going. There was a quite interesting bit in the paper a week or two ago about how the upheld the upholding of the Atletico Madrid transfer ban actually affects like five or six Premier League clubs mm, yeah, because right. it's all linked in. Mm, mm. Um, so that's why the Lacazette thing, and he's now been linked with Arsenal. He's yeah. been linked with them before anyway. He's also been linked with Liverpool <laughs> for quite a lot of money at the, at the moment. Obviously, been in the Champions League, they'd have they lead the race on that but I think they should go in hard for Lacazette because it's hard to find top class strikers and he got 36 goals last season had a great season before that he's sort of he's a bit under the radar in that sense even though he's sort of you know always always in the in the transfer rumours um, Speaking of Liverpool by the way um, I read today that Virgil van Dijk has told Liverpool he wants to sign for them yeah. um, a couple of things are interesting about that one is that City and Chelsea both wanted him yeah. and he's chosen to go to Liverpool mm. the second thing is apparently he could cost up to 60 million it's an and, enormous and, transfer and the worst and potentially the worst thing and I'll you know, happily to, to, be, to be put right in a year's time when he's brilliant yeah. uh, I do think he's a good player but he's, he's, he's not missed, that good no, and he's missed a bit for injury they're making him their highest paid player yeah. their highest not the highest really? paid defender their highest paid player I'll tell you what 200 and something thousand a week it's, it's, it, I mean it would be lovely for Southampton to massively mug off Liverpool like that oh, after yeah. all the transfers Marcus, that have gone what's that, that sound oh is that the sound of Philip Coutinho's agent knocking on the door there's going to be a landslide in there of, of new wages it's brilliant, yeah, absolutely it's, brilliant. I mean, it's when the transfer window's shut you forget about the, the financial nonsense that is now you know the, the bedrock mm. of the Premier League. Oh, well, that that, that chap will have his totaliser out soon, money and all mm. that stuff. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Yeah, one Arsenal player that could be leaving is Kieran Gibbs. Apparently, Newcastle United are having a look at him. I think that would be a good signing for for Newcastle. <coughs> yeah. Oh, thank you for all your castoffs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's an injury pro- back too. He's an injury prone yeah. fullback. What Newcastle United needs no, to stand yeah, the league. Yeah, I, I think I personally think Gibbs is quite overrated, and he, he's hardly ever available either. Mm. Uh, yeah. maybe when that when he leaves Arsenal, that will change. That is often the case, isn't it? I think I think Gibbs <laughs> not is, when he goes to Newcastle. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, then, to be honest, the Newcastle record has probably been better than uh, than usual. Uh, mm. than we, what oh, we usually get to be honest good. oh good <laughs> yeah yeah blimey uh, terrible news about uh, former Newcastle man Czech Tioti yeah dreadful uh, absolutely, absolutely horrible, very, very sad indeed oh. 30 years old I, d- I did like like 
he was one of the most tenacious footballers, and mm. it's quite apart from his footballing career and stuff. Yeah. It's, it's terrible to lose a man so young. It, it, I can understand why people are quite queasy to separate um, players out genetically, but I, sub-Saharan African men do have a higher risk of heart attacks. There's a list on Wikipedia of the players who've died in the last two years. Yeah. Out of 17 in total since uh, May 2015, 11 were from Africa, and they all died of heart attacks. Now, crazy, now crazy. there's a t- statistical anomaly that, that, that states that African men are more liable for sudden uh, cardiac arrest. Are we doing enough to focus on that genetic group effectively well, when it comes to... As far as I'm aware, um, top flight football players in the UK mm. get scanned every year. Mm. Whether they do or not over in, in China or other countries, I don't know, but they, they brought that in relatively recently. Yeah. I think, I think post-Fabrice uh, Moramba that was brought in. Mm. Um, so they do get scanned now, players. Well, from like Mark Vivian Foy, right through, it just seems to be... Spain the, as well, the, the that happened. There, was, there was a few years where, where that happened. I think things improved there in terms of checking, as Luke says, but, yeah. but you look at the figures; it's stark mm. that a lot of them are from like Ivory Coast, Gabon, places like that. It's mm. it's it's pretty, I, 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 pretty I, I, dreadful I'm, reading I'm, for my money. I'm fairly sure that, they, that scans and stuff and, and and regular checks have been brought into mm. to sort of UA for affiliated top leagues and stuff now. So it might it might not be the case in China. I, to be honest, I don't know. Mm. Obviously, he was playing for a Chinese club at the time. Um, so yeah, it's it's terrible to see an athlete taking the prime of his life like that. You know, and obviously condolences to his families and fr- family and friends. It's, it's dreadful, dreadful stuff. Yeah, really horrible stuff. Um, moving away from Newcastle, going to uh, Southampton. Now, this would be quite something. There's a little rumour going around that Louis van Gaal is eyeing a return to the Premier League. Now you're talking. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> now you're talking. Bang. I can't think of a better club for him to go to. I genuinely can't. That would be f- absolutely fantastic. Yeah. I mean, the guy will dr- drag and suck every ounce of interest and fun from that club, and I can't <laughs> wait for it. This will be the straw that finally breaks that camel's back, that the modern era's camels. We could only hope, Jim. Mm. We well, there's hope. talk, you know, he's actually been linked as well with Crystal Palace, <laughs> and like he's just seen as some sort of Dutch Allardyce. Now. I'd love to see him How in it. fallen to them? I'd love the to see him back in the Premier League for Stop. Oh, I, I couldn't agree more. Yeah, but yeah. but Southampton would be would be ideal for me. Would, would, would that, if you punched <laughs> into the you know the Ramble database, what all do we like to see? Now, obviously, we got a Ramble database. Oh, it, <laughs> in some ways, you're getting a bit dusty. Is that how you do this running all the way? It's, it's on five and a half inch floppies. I beg your pardon. It's actually five and a quarter, isn't it? So the joke's well, five and a half. So yeah, yeah, I thought it's five and a quarter. Three and a quarter. If, mm, if might be wrong. If you we are wrong. Punch you know you are. No, Marcus, this is really important. <laughs> no, you didn't want to talk about stuff from the 80s. Five and a half inch floppies, fine. Right. Um, would it be, Fine obviously we don't want Ra- Rafa Benitez to lose his job, but would the, ideal, discs. would the ideal thing be for Louis van Gaal to get the Newcastle United manager's job? What is wrong with you, Marcus? I'm, I'm, st- I'm still you thinking about this five and a half inch floppy, aren't yeah. you? Uh, okay, fair enough. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, you would, if, he, if he takes a job at Southampton, you'll almost certainly see Louis van Gaal's five and a half inch floppy <laughs> in, in, the, in the dressing room. <laughs> floppy about that. A couple of his, uh, he probably calls him his, his pair of USB drives. Or yeah, <laughs> his wings. <laughs> Yeah, well, his sources close to him have said Southampton are putting out the feelers to see if he's interested. Be oh, careful. Oh. Where would you start? He will, dro- <laughs> he will drop him in your palm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Um, Portsmouth. Talking about uh, the big size, they've appointed former Rotherham Millwall and Wolves manager Kenny Jackett. Yes. Do you, want, that, do, you, do you want a serious point? Do you want a serious opinion about oh, that? Oh, would you like a joke about his name? Yeah, I was, that's <laughs> what I was sort of hoping for. Peter, you'll provide that in a minute when mm. you've thought of a joke, perhaps. Yeah. Yeah, Paul Cook. Do, you want, do you want to sit on that and I'll do a bit? Paul Cook. Willie jacket in more like at the end of the season. <laughs> All right, okay. When they go down. Have was, another I was, go. I was, I was hoping for better than that. Have <laughs> another go. <laughs> yeah. um, Paul Cook, the man who won the league, probably took the Wigan job. I mean, he must have rocks in his head. <laughs> <laughs> he, must, he must have rocks in his head. <laughs> What's he doing? Yeah. Absolutely Strange. ridiculous. Yeah, it's yeah. a shame, isn't it? Yeah, not not even a football town, Wigan, is it? <laughs> but to be fair to Paul Cook, to be fair to Paul Cook, he, he, he got Paul to promote. They won the mm. league and all that stuff. And I do believe he. Oh, I know he's based a lot closer to Wigan than he is mm. to Portsmouth. Mm. I think he wanted to go back up to to be closer to his family and all that stuff, which is absolutely fair enough. I'm actually quite pleased with the appointment of Kenny Jack. I think you know. Yeah. He, he can deal with the media well. He seems impressive. He puts teams together. He organises defence. He did a brilliant job at Wolves, who were in a similar mm. position, a big club. He's who got sides out in League One. Yeah, yeah and, and they, they absolutely coasted. And, and one of the things that's not made a lot of this, actually, in, 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 the, in the press with, with Jacket, not only did he walk that division with Wolves, mm. he got them to seventh in the championship next season. They yeah. only just missed out on the playoffs. Yeah. Um, um, so... Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm not excited. It's hard to get excited about Kenny Jacket. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm positive about <laughs> it. Luke, You're you on the Kenny Jacket boss. Before you say this, can I say the whole point I was making that I could see by looking at your face, you what? were just thinking of something to say about Kenny Jacket in a pun. So please do deliver it now. Under Jacket, will Portsmouth zip up the league? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> that was better than we yeah. ever deserved. Here's Thank hoping you. they've got the, the other team's defences in their pocket. Yeah. yeah, that's how you do it, Peter. <laughs> okay, all right, right, um, right. So, I'm worried now because he's still thinking. <laughs> I, I, don't worry, we've got. I don't know how long to, to for him to. Oh, this one's a Will better one. Push the court out when it comes to transfers. <laughs> uh, have another go at the start of next season. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Peter, perhaps yeah. you'll be able to jump on board with this one because Hull City has set to appoint former Russia manager Leonid Slutsky. Yay! Right there, you go. If you can't get behind that dancer, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I can't skate for one. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to wear it down the bottom mountain. Yeah, it's not the part of the name I thought you'd focus on, <laughs> but there we are. Uh, dearie me, uh, before we go um, to the uh, the ad break, the little mention of Scotland versus England. Oh, because Craigie Brown's been piping yeah. up. Yeah, he's more of an edge of a Craig Brown. Really. Yeah. Piping up. <laughs> when, I know, when I notice you want to talk about this today, can I ask you mm. what does he actually do now, Craig Brown? Is he retired? Yeah, of course. He's yeah. just a broadcaster. Remember, he got. He's, he finished with Aberdeen. Yeah, I remember that, yeah. And, he, and, and then there was Motherwell. And then Dundee. <laughs> he finished with Aberdeen. He was very pleased that he, he managed to have a bit of mm. consistency there. Yeah. Because they finished ninth three seasons in a row. Um, and they've definitely kicked on now um, with Derek uh, McInnes uh, in charge. But uh, he, he's been wrapping up the chat ahead of the match. And he said, I don't want to be disrespectful to Southgate, but I think Gordon Strachan has far more now some managerial ability. Oh, you're so spicy! It Qu- would be questionable. A, it would be a harder <laughs> game for us if Roy Hodgson was in charge. <laughs> Disrespectful. No, he's having a little, having a little bit of a big up for his pal uh, Roy. Him yeah. and Roy would get on well. They're pals, I'd guarantee it. Oh, absolutely. But <laughs> yeah. then he recalled the famous match that his Scotland side won at Wembley in 1999, and he said that Keegan named his team uh, for the second leg early, which was a mistake in his opinion. Funny that, isn't it? And uh, <laughs> can't even get the, 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 the timing of the team selection right. Um, and when he saw Southgate's name on the team sheet instead of Martin Kieran, he said, "Oh, your beauty." <laughs> Basically, massively targeted Southgate, yeah. having oh. a massive dig as a, not, as a, not just a manager yeah. going back to his playing <laughs> days, <laughs> captain of the team rather than manager. Is he turning him to evil, Craig Brown? Yeah, Craig, Craig, the so. thing is, if Craig like, Brown comes at you with a sort of a barb like that, we, how do you deal with it? Yeah. You yeah. Yeah. It was like the episode of 80s TV show Dungeons and Dragons when the games master Gordon, turned to the dark side, or the dungeon master rather. What? He looks a bit like Craig Brown. Does he? Little little chap, no, no, little bald chap. Carry on, Pete. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Anybody? Uni. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I get the show. I know the show. Yeah. yeah. There we yeah. go. There we go. Time uh, for an ad break, ladies and gentlemen. Yay. Yeah. Thank Christ. Hi, I'm Limboy Primus, and you're listening to the Football Ramble. Hi, I'm Limboy Primus, and you're listening to the Football Ramble. Welcome back to the Football Ramble, everybody. Oh, last Football Ramble of the season, boo-hoo. But hang on a minute. Luke's got some news about something I'm not involved in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's that on the horizon? <laughs> Finally. <laughs> All year, little coup work, didn't the, it, at last? Yeah. The listeners spoke and we listened. <laughs> you know, like when a rocket loses its kind of, like, wings yeah, and just yeah. soars into the universe? Well, mm-hmm. Never start, to be seen again. Never to be seen again. It started with a conversation that Pete and I had where Pete said, look, I'll be honest with you, Luke Marcus, shot to bits yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we jest of course we jest of course but if you are sad or in any way uh, upset that the football round was finished for the summer and won't be back till the start of the next season then do not fear because Luke Moore that's me and Pete Donaldson mm. that's him over there Just them. have uh, brought to you uh, Luke and Pete's summer Okay, it's a show running throughout the summer every Monday from today, oh. or by the time you hear this, yesterday, the fifth of June, uh, where Pete and I ruminate on the uh, on 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 the sort of um, how would you say the the, 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 the nonsense the, of the universe, the flotsam and jetsam of the universe. <laughs> yes, yeah. we, we could take walks down the alleyways of life, mm. take a sideways glance, Pete, mm. at, at all the stuff we're interested in. So join us every Monday. Uh, uh, to listen uh, to that it's lukeandpeteshow.com search Luke and Pete's summer on iTunes um, or wherever you get your podcasts really Pete would you like to add anything to that I had a lot of fun recording the first episode I'm hoping the second one's going to be just as much fun I next listened week. to the first episode you enjoyed it you enjoy I it? thought you boys displayed your humility <laughs> by, by getting off to a very modest start <laughs> <laughs> no I thoroughly enjoyed it very yeah. good. we spoke about Japanese ghosts yeah, yeah. Jimmy you're going to get a ticket or what I haven't listened to it. Not the rest of the UK. Yeah. <laughs> that was a bit too genuine, that. <laughs> Pete and Luke Summer, have yeah. a listen. Yeah, we were too, we were fed up with doing a successful podcast. Yeah. The one that no one listens to. <laughs> um, yeah, we talked Japanese guys, we talked about lots of different bits and pieces, and you can get in touch with us as well. Hello at lukeandpeetshow.com. Hmm. But give it a listen. iTunes, Luke and Pete mm-hmm. Summer, it's called on there, or uh, lukeandpeetshow.com, or wherever you get your podcast <laughs> from. Do you, do you remember Friends? Yeah. Do you remember Joy? Yeah. Like that. Yeah. 
Pete, you are very much the Joey of this show. <laughs> and I would keep, keep it down if I were you. Mm. At least Joey knows the difference between yeah. a five and a quarter and a five and a half floppy disk. Thank you very much. There we are. And Luke, you'd be the gunther of the show, perhaps. I, I would. Um, uh, right, it's Stalking women, <laughs> not really getting a speaking part very often. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get it, I get um, it. Yeah. Idolising Joey. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's now time for the highlights <laughs> of the season where we talk about our highlights of the season. Yeah. Why um, is it called that? Because uh, I thought that we'd go quite descriptive, <laughs> uh, if that's uh, all right uh, with you gentlemen. Uh, uh, any George, highlights of the I, season? Shall I kick us off? Get in there. Highest attendance of the season this year was at Old Trafford <laughs> on the 1st of April. 75,397 <laughs> people. Nil-nil with West Brom. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely stuff. That's the good stuff at the Premier yeah, League. Yeah. Love it. And the that's world's favourite league. That's, that's the best evidence yet for why that £30 <laughs> cap for away fans is very, very yeah. necessary. <laughs> Love that. Highlights of the season. There we yeah. go. Big Sam had quite the year as well. Mm. Big Sam was was a highlight, wasn't he? Saving Palace. In ten, in, well, in ten and a half months, so yeah. essentially the length of a season, mm. yeah. um, kept Sunderland up, mm-hmm. took the England job, won his only game, yep. was fired, was hired by Paris, pa- Paris? Palace, <laughs> kept them in the Premier League, and then retired from the game for good. <laughs> that's that's Amazing. squeezing in, isn't it? Just walking off into the sunset, not looking back at an explosion. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. No, walking off, from a, walking off from a car, and then... Uh, chucking the lighter after lighting the cigarette yeah. mm. on the floor, the trail of petrol and everything blowing up. There we are. There we go. Apart from his England uh, tracksuit. Track yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and then Harry the Harder running on and diving on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> Big Sam wears it. Big Sam's still got that tracksuit top yeah. and he wears it with half zipped up mm-hmm. with nothing underneath with mm-hmm. a medallion a pair of uh, Y-fronts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Loads of lighters back like, in it just yeah. sewn into it yeah. in case he walks past a stream of petrol. Yeah, <laughs> he loves doing that. I imagine, I imagine he does that just on the front porch washing his car. Yeah. yeah. I'd, I'd like that. Why would you have your car on the porch? What do you mean? Do you mean on the courtyard? Front, on the front, do you well, down the front of your house. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because you've got a thing about porches. No, what's it called? Courtyard. Courtyard. Palisadens. Oh, you're, what, yeah. Your indoor porch was one of the highlights. Was that this season? It was, it was, it was brilliant because. PDs in the porch. PDs in the porch. To give a recap, because this is definitely one of the hearts of this show on the season, mm-hmm. you um, referred to a tiny wet room where you keep dirty shoes and coats <laughs> wet in room? your house oh, yeah. as a courtyard. Mm. <laughs> and, then, and then we've got <laughs> all the listeners. Port. We've got all the listeners to take photos of their porch yeah. and send it in and say, "Look at my courtyard." Yeah, yeah. a lot of mad courtyard. Like, yeah, a lot of mad like beers and like soft drinks in them, keeping them cold for Christmas. Yeah. Well, I don't have one of my actual house. I've only uh-huh. got one of my mum and dad's. But do you have a highlight of the season or two, Peter? I liked uh, Jose Mourinho going full Howard Hughes. <laughs> like, he's had a particularly strange season, he I really think. Has, he? He's he? really kind of batting down the hatches and gone mate. full he's crazy. Got... One of my favourite parts of that was <laughs> when um, he... <laughs> He had a go at um, Antonio Conte for rubbing it in too much. Oh, yeah. He yeah. beat them 4 0. Don't celebrate like that when it's 4, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, imagine saying that. Stop I mean, rubbing it in so much, like you did your pride. regain. It's ridiculous, isn't have it? Have a bit of pride and don't turn up for the after match glass of wine. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Make a point. Oh. Walk past the office and make it to go in, but then carry but on. But the thing is, though, ultimately he had the last laugh because he won the trophy that Manchester United fans all wanted to win so they yeah. could complete the cabinet. It's the biggest game of the, of the you know, existence. Yeah. 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 Should, should we, I mean, it would be remiss to do the highlights of the season and not run for a few quick David Moyes quotes. I was about to say, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. just in general, David Moyes. Did a few Moyes. of these in the live show, but I mean, mm. obviously not that many people were yeah. there, relatively speaking, so we'll do it here as well. Um, October the 1st, after a home draw with West Brom on Radio Newcastle. <laughs> October the 1st, yeah. after a draw. Yeah. What we're getting now is probably as much as we can get out of them. <laughs> <laughs> A uh, bit, bit later on, but still well within the remit of, of easily being able to save your season with enough points. Yeah. Uh, I could come out singing and dancing and saying everything is fine, but the truth is I haven't got anything to be positive about. <laughs> God. Not one and thing. Th- Not even Jermaine Defoe. Nothing. People are hoping that something is going to dramatically change. It can't dramatically change. It just can't. That was that was after their second match of the season in <laughs> August. In August. <laughs> Davey Moyes had left uh, his mark on this season, whatever anyone said. We thoroughly enjoyed Moyes this oh, season. Oh, big time. Yeah. I, I loved... I'm absolutely... I know it would never have happened, but yeah. I'm relieved that he's not gone to Portsmouth. <laughs> but where does, he, where does he go from here? He's just had such a terrible Scotland. time. Scotland! <laughs> Scotland! Scotland. If, if England gives Scotland a battering, yeah. I wouldn't hugely be surprised mm. that... Um, yeah, or be hugely surprised, sorry, that, that, um, that, that Moisey will rock up there. It would be brilliant. Um, <laughs> what about Newcastle going up, Peter? Or that is was, that a low light for you? Yeah. That was fun. It's going to be... How have you not mentioned that? <laughs> what do you mean? 
<laughs> they should have gone up, shouldn't they, with that personnel? I'll, mention, Port- I'll mention Portsmouth winning the league out of context already on the show. They should have gone up, though. Yeah, they should have, We yeah. sold two fifteen million players and went down. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> is this the first time we've acknowledged that including Man United's, uh, sorry, Marcus's Man United past, all of our teams have actually won oh, trophy. Yeah. Yeah. Hang on a bleeding minute. Yeah. Hang on a bleeding minute. <laughs> Ridiculous. <True>. Ridiculous. <laughs> um, got a point. He's got an excellent point. And your Chelsea won the league as well. There we go, you yep. see. Uh, Andy Carroll's overhead kick was a highlight. Oh, that was special. And the mm. accompanying comment from Pete Wilson <laughs> as well. Oh, he had a lot of time. A lot of time. It's de- de- definitely time. a bit of mice in me, I think. Yeah, I agree yeah. with that. I think mm. so. And, uh, mm. If only aesthetic, aesthetically. Want... <laughs> <laughs> I've got the eyes. <laughs> I've got the sunken <laughs> eyes. Yeah. Sunken eyes with nothing behind oh, you. Yeah. David Moyes in disguise. Yeah. <laughs> Miserable. Got Sutherland relegated. Yeah, the job look. done. <laughs> Off he goes. The Newcastle think point is funny because you can imagine them having their little sort of celebration, their open bus parade or whatever. <laughs> Pete just walking around the megaphone going, no more than we expected. <laughs> no more than happened. Job done. done, we go again. Yeah. Think of your carbon footprint. <laughs> is this necessary? <laughs> <laughs> Next season, a Toyota Prius. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Uh, what are Portsmouth going up, Luke? Um, they are at top of the table, so I can't argue with that. Won the mm. league. I, I actually Can we, wa- Newcastle and Portsmouth won leagues I this know, season. Yeah. I, I want to high five, Luke. Come on, no. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> and Jim, you, Arsenal won an FA Cup. Well, I yes. want to mention that Jim because I want to say that after all the um, sort of difficulty that Wenger had, yeah. he was embattled yeah. all a season. Great FA for him wins. to actually lift the FA Cup was a great moment yeah. for him, and I, I'm really, really it, pleased. It was he got great, it. and I, obviously that made me very happy, especially as you say after what a turbulent season it's been. But um, within a season, you, you have your little moments mm. as well, where everyone's buzzing about something a player on your team did yeah. so that the highlights of that would be obviously Giroud's goal and uh, Mesut Ozil's goal against Ludogorets all that time ago which is absolutely fantastic which was voted that, is a, that is a barrel being scraped there. <laughs> <laughs> it was voted really Champions not. League goal of the season I think yeah. Yeah. So before the yours, final yeah. so Mandzukic is going hang on yeah. <laughs> wait till the tournament's finished <laughs> yeah. yeah there's never any good goals in a final do you wish I mean there's a small part of you wishes it wasn't against Ludogorets this is a big part of me that's <laughs> glad I don't support Portsmouth oh fair enough oh, oh wow oh dear she doesn't all like it all comes out <laughs> comes out I now. I, th- I, like- I thought the FA Cup actually was good this season because we had Lincoln City and Sutton United. We enjoyed those two yep. very much. So, but the, the way it finished, it was. I thought it was a great game in the final, and it was nice to see Arsenal actually, uh, you know, turn on the style they against a couple, the odds. A couple of good teams. Yeah, but yeah, against, against, yeah. you're right against the odds because. Um, uh, it was just uh, just a kind of almost like two fingers to the Vega Outbrigade <laughs> was yeah two fingers up to the planes in the sky yeah exactly yeah, which, um, was, which was quite good another, another thing that, that has to be mentioned especially in the context of the show and how long we've been doing it and how long we've been talking about this thing I love 34 year old Zlatan Ibrahimovic coming to the Premier League yeah. and mm. just killing it proving he can cut it that, yeah, that was wonderful he was, he was a definite highlight of the season for me as well and, and uh, Harry Kane as well he's obviously fantastic again Harry Kane um, as well be, Spurs be, all over have yeah. been imperious at times no, not really bothered. But if I was to choose like a highlight or, or sort of an interesting thing that's happened all the season, it'd be Leicester City. Yeah. From 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 being blooming awful to get into the quarterfinals of the Champions yeah. League, yeah, was the, terribly one. defending the Premier League crown. Well, their, their, their Premier League season was odd because, as I mentioned earlier on the show, they Ranieri was fired when they lost five league games in a row and ended up in seventeenth. Mm-hmm. And they gave Shakespeare the job. Mm. He won five in a row, and they were tenth. And then they ended up finishing whatever it was, twelfth or something like that. It was an amazing roller coaster of a ride for them. It really was, and their and their performance at the Champions League was was excellent. Was excellent. Deli Ali. Yeah, yeah, he really came he's a on. Player, he's a player who just has got everything now, and I hope he kicks on next season. Mm. You, cheeky bid. They were trying to bid for Rooney. Yeah, yeah, Rooney. Rooney. I, I could see Rooney happening. That would be very, very <laughs> Come on, stop no, doing wait, that. Wait, wait, wait. That's not going to happen, yeah. is it? Graham, um, <laughs> an honourable mention for Charlie Adams' corner against Burnley, where he oh, yeah. slipped over and knocked it back into play with his hand. Weekend. Fantastic. Yeah. Wonderful. Fantastic. Do any of the listeners have highlights yeah, of the season? Yeah, got a few here. Um, what have we got here? I asked for highlights of the season instead of highlights of the week, obviously. Uh, Oliver Bailey. Liverpool making the Champions League despite all the self-sabotage. Sunderland <laughs> ma- uh, finally making their rubbishness official after years of circling the plug hole. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Spurs doing so well with so many young English players. Leicester winning their group and then shock and severe. Emre Chan's goal as well. Yeah, classic. Uh, Arsenal finally doing something interesting by dropping out of the top four. True. There we go. John Robertson, this is a great one from Joel Robertson. Uh, my highlight of the season is Tactics Tim Sherwood's comment after Spurs destroyed Bournemouth 4 0. I'm not sure who the happier manager will be after this. <laughs> <laughs> Tim Sherwood. He finishes, of course, didn't have a job with Swindon. Joel finishes by saying, uh, Pochettino will be Tim, 
Pochettino will. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jake Trevor, Leeds having the same manager for a full season and finishing a, respectful seventh, a respectable seventh in the league. So glad to see some stability. Oh wait, hold on. We'll have a different owner and a new manager for the start of the season. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? Oh, um, Joe Walsh, Darren Bent's own goal against Leicester in the cup. Do you remember that? Oh, really? yes. one in. Mm. To be fair to Darren Bent, he did score a header straight after that as well, I think. Mm. Um, and I'll finish this from this with uh, from Jonathan Prince. It's a no from me. I'm a Middlesbrough fan. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Very sad. Oh, there it is. Uh, any more for any more, gentlemen? No, thanks for Let's your support. Get out of here. Season. Oh, well, Pete, we're going to say thanks to the listeners. You know, we well, certainly yeah. are. It's the end of the season. We'll be back on uh, August the seventh for the start of the new season of Courts. Who will come out on top next time? Who will surprise us all? And what will become of Gareth Southgate? All that and more will begin to be revealed in just a couple of months' time, it's, ladies and gentlemen. It seems so far off at the moment, but it will come round bloody quick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for journeying with us for another season. Big thank you to those who have come to the live show, signed up to ACAST Plus, or bought a copy of the Football Ramble book, and to all of you tuning in every week, it's honestly a pleasure having you here every week with us, of course, we look forward to having your company in a couple of months once again, we couldn't and wouldn't do this thing called the Football Ramble without you. There we are. Wow. wow. Mm, yeah. Profound. <sighs> Have you written that down? Mm? It's like the wonder years. <laughs> I've got like, a tear in my eye. I'm like Terry Wogan, me. <laughs> oh, these references. <laughs> Jim, say goodbye. Goodbye. Who's next? Luke, say goodbye. Goodbye. Peter, say something inoffensive. Fuck the Tories! <laughs> I couldn't agree more. We'll see you next season. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.